This is Collective Noun's Christmas Special with Zach and Dom. Come on! Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling. Yes, hello. Merry Christmas. Welcome to a very special Collective Noun Christmas Special Edition, Zach. Doesn't it feel like Christmas, Dom? The uh. Christmas tree's up, the presents are out. How many Christmas trees? Because I know that you've done a lot. Yep. How many Christmas trees have you put up this year? Uh, I have only put up the two this year. However, I did go, when I was looking at Christmas lights the other night, to one house which had put up, I counted, 57 in their front carport area. Right, that's a lot. That's a, lot of a Christmas forest trees. of Christmas trees. They were calling it the forest. They said, okay, do, there you go. do you want to wander through the forest? Um, unfortunately, they told me they had 72 last year and only in the 50s this year. So, deforestation. Yes, climate change is real, everyone, even for plastic trees. <laughs> It's having an impact. But look, over the next uh, the next little while here, Zach, we have a very special Christmas edition planned. Would you call it festive? I would call it uh, I'd call it jam packed with festive fun. Mm, Christmas which, jam as well. Uh, yeah, fig. I, I did see jam packed with festive fun actually on a Christmas CD that was on sale for three dollars at Big W the and other that's day. That's going to be the quality of our show <laughs> over the next couple of hours. The Woolworths bargain bin. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach. A bit of a Christmas question for you. Hit me up. Do you know how unhealthy eggnog is? I would imagine a lot of sugar. Yep. Do you are the eggs raw in eggnog? Uh no, I'm believe I'm not sure. I've only bought the store pack, so like, But you made it once, remember? I did, yeah, I did make it last year. I'm not entirely sure if I cooked the eggs. Because or not. I'm not sure with raw eggs. Mm. They they from what I've seen, yep. sometimes people say that's really good to do. Yeah. Sometimes they say it's really bad. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> well, the point is, the reason I bring this up is I didn't know that eggnog was a very sweet treat. Mm. Uh, and you know that this Christmas I've uh, been diving headfirst into eggnog in a way I never have before. Mm. So I have had probably over the past two weeks, I'm thinking about nine or 10 litres of eggnog. That's a lot of eggnog. I'm getting near a bathtub, I think. How much would be a bathtub? Probably no. 50 litres. At least. Yeah. Hundreds. Hundred litres. Okay. I might get there by, by the end of this festive season. We'll see how we go. But the point is, like, I've been drinking eggnog like it's water, basically, pushing through cartons of it. Yeah. And then only the other day, I decided to have a look at the nutrition contents of my eggnog. Do you now, often do that with your food? Because I know that you have been caught in mm. some binges of foods that would be deemed unhealthy a few yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, would, do you often look at the nutritional no, advice? I like to live in ignorance. Yes. But I was trying to prove to someone that eggnog wasn't that bad. Who was telling you this? Mum. Yeah. Um, turns out it is actually... So here's what I learned. Uh, I think an adult's recommended about 26 grams of sugar a day. Yeah. Like, like your maximum. 100 mils of eggnog has 11 grams of sugar. Okay. So one glass of eggnog, about 250 mils, is my whole day's worth of and sugar. And how many glasses were you having a day? About four. Okay. <laughs> That's well, the do egg- you just drink them like during the day? Is it with food? Uh, it can be. It can be not with food. It can be just as a treat. The, the, well, I guess it's not a treat if you're having it four times a day. The point is, yeah. essentially, from what I can tell on comparisons, I've been drinking four glasses essentially of custard a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more or less the nutritional is, equivalent is, of this. Is um, eggnog the consistency of custard? Uh, it's not far off it. Yeah, it's okay. pretty similar. So you um, should have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I think I that's what custard coming. is, isn't it? What? Uh, isn't it like a cream with eggs in it? It, it probably is a relatively So really, what you're yeah. drinking is custard. <laughs> I'm having four full glasses of custard a day. I have been having four times my daily intake of sugar in one substance every day. Uh, and the concern is, Zach, is I've been wondering for the past few weeks. I haven't been feeling great. Yeah. I've, I've had an upset stomach pretty much constantly for two weeks now. And I'm like, what is the cause of this? I can't think my diet doesn't seem that unusual. But are you serious? Because 
that mm. aside, yep. your diet has been significantly different. Has it? Well, how many advent calendars have you had? <laughs> There's been a lot of advent calendars. How many? Let's take an estimate. Uh, well, do you want to take a guess? Um, four. Uh, five. five. <laughs> okay, so five, five advent, advent calendars. Yeah, you do my diet over Four um, eggnogs a day over a month. Yep. Yeah, uh, certainly over three weeks. Okay, so that's about 100. No, okay, so we'll say 60. 60 glasses of, of eggnog. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anything, anything else? Um, um, what, is it candy canes? Yeah, probably had a few packets. Okay, how many is in a packet? <laughs> I would probably have had about 20 candy canes. 20 all candy up. canes. Yep. Um, do yeah. you have any other, uh, like gingerbread? You wouldn't have that because no, you're gluten-free. Can't have gingerbread, unfortunately. Um, but there's been miscellaneous other Christmas treats. Like more chocolates? More chocolates, some lollies. Okay, so the like ones that. that we've recorded. Yep. We have five advent calendars. Yep. What's that, 25? Chocolates, yep. Per one? Yep. So that's 125 chocolates. Oh, 24, sorry. But let's say 125, yep. Uh, 60 glasses of eggnog <laughs> and uh, 20 candy canes. <laughs> it's strange. I just... <laughs> I don't know where this sore stomach is coming from. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, you would have heard of the classic radio game Secret Sound. Yep. This is where we play a sound mm. and you have to guess what it is. It's a uh, vintage radio, uh, probably from the 80s, maybe even 70s, I reckon, Secret Sound. You also would have heard of Secret Santa. Mm. Now, for the first time ever, they've been mashed together for a brand new Christmas game. Yep. Welcome to the first ever instance mm. Of Secret Santa Sound. The okay. way this works, Dom, yep. is I'm going to play some sound effects related to Christmas, mm. and you have to tell me what they are. Okay, right. And I know in Secret Sound, often you might win a $50 fuel voucher or something like that, if you get it right. What do I win if I get them? Um, you are the first ever winner. Great. I'll take it. <laughs> you, you'll get in, your name engraved on the trophy. Oh, But the wow. trophy doesn't exist. <laughs> Metaphorical trophy, and I'm metaphorically engraved on it. Perfect. That's Our first sound. Me. Are you ready? This is a sound associated with Christmas. Dom, what do you think it is? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it sounded like somebody... Perhaps he'd eaten too much falling over. Oh, you're so close. That's Grandma <laughs> passing out after a few too many rumbles. <laughs> you were close enough, though, weren't where, you? Where did you get that sound effect from? I recorded it last Christmas. <laughs> Christmas cigarette Santa sound. I forget the name. <laughs> sound number two. What do you think it is? What do you reckon that is, Dom? Well, that just sounds to me like it might be some crickets at night. Yes, but when? <laughs> uh, okay, is it Christmas Eve as everyone's waiting for Santa? Mm, close. Yep. That's the reaction of the family after politics is brought up at the Christmas lunch. <laughs> Not now, Uncle Jim. We're trying to have a good time. <laughs> who's the person at your family who'd bring up politics? I'm not sure. It's probably me at my family. Really? You get um, into it, do you? Oh, I could see it happening. Me and Uncle Ian and Uncle Ray will end up in a heated debate by uh, by lunchtime, I think. Our last sound yeah. in Secret Santa Sound. What do you think this is, Dom? <laughs> These are such festive sounds. Yeah, that's about Christmas. Well, it sounded like a child crying. Mm. The car door slamming and driving away. So close. It's the sound of a mother of three screeching off after 45 minutes of looking for a car park in the Boxing Day sales <laughs> with a couple of screaming kids in the back seat. 
You have to be specific you in be Secret specific. Sound Dog. Okay, well, I didn't get any of them. Correct. Um, zero from three. Zero from three. The crown still is out in the ether. <laughs> the good news is I don't have to get that trophy made because I wasn't going to anyway. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Christmas out of context news, Shane Warne saw the kids' names on Santa's magical list. Mostly pretty nice, but some are very naughty. Also, Macklemore watched The Christmas Prince on Netflix. That was pretty horrible. No, it was trash. Let's call it what it is. It was trash. And Donald Trump wants to replace the current Santa Claus. I mean, personally, I don't think he was meant for this job. You want to know the truth. Uh, the temperament is wrong. I just don't think it just, it's its not for him. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I think this Christmas I might have uncovered an enormous Christmas scam. You've uncovered a Christmas scam. I think I might have. I, I mean, I don't want to be launching too early on this one, but I think this is one that's been going on for years, and I might be the first to call it out. Is it that Santa's not paying the elves? <laughs> it's not. No, I believe Santa is ticking off all the regulations he's he needs to do. He's paying award, off. is he? I think he's paying. I think he might be paying a bit above award. Okay, that's good. Well, good have, on you, Santa. They have to work at the holiday season. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? They deserve Double more. time. Double time, definitely. No, this revolves around Santa's in the shopping centres. Right, You know how people go to get their photo with Santa at a shopping centre? Yep. I was walking past my local one the other day and had a look. Oh, walking past. I know that you're trying to get a photo. <laughs> I always wait for when the line's empty so it's not as embarrassing. Um, no, I was walking past and I, I had a look at the pricing list. Now, have you seen how much a photo with Santa's going to cost you at a shop? No. Let me give you this, right? So... For one photo, this is the cheapest, this is your entry-level option of a photo with Santa at my local one, $25.50 for one photo with Santa. Now, from what I could see, you get about 30 seconds chat with Santa, 30 Mm. seconds posing for the photo, and one printed photo. For anyone who's ever been to like a Comic Con or something, that's a pretty good going price. (laughs) Because, you know, if you had like an actor who was there... yeah. I think $25 for a meet and greet and a photo would be pretty good. Well, you look, you're not wrong, but I'm not sure if perhaps someone who used to play the Doctor in Doctor Who, is that worth more than a photo with Santa at a shopping centre? The one and only. (laughs) (laughs) My point is, Zach, is from what I could see, so I I did stand and observe for a little while, and I saw that the families would go up, as I said, they'd get 30 seconds chat, 30 seconds photo, they'd pay their $25 at least. Some of the packages went up to $100 Mm. and walk off. So then I realized this business is raking in about, doing, doing the maths, it's about $1,500 an hour. But what you're calling a scam yep. is uh, professional photographers. <laughs> like they have professional equipment. Yep. I, my assumption is they're skilled at taking photos. Mm. Then they have that big elaborate thing they put up. Oh, how hard can it be? How, my, my you point have is to this. pay Santa for his time. Well, this is my point, Zach. $1,500 an hour is incredible money. Forget Bitcoin. But, this this is this is the gold no, mine. That's not how businesses no, no, work. No. <laughs> you don't just add up the amount you think they could make in an hour, and then that's their profit. Well, I have a pitch at you here, right? I yep. know our producer Michael's pretty good at taking photos. Yes, yeah. I reckon I could get a good Santa suit for a hundred bucks or so, <laughs> and you could play the elf out the front. Yeah, right. I'd be a tall elf. You'd be. A t- I could go on my knees or something. Go on your knees to be an elf. We could be Christmas next year. We could undercut them. We'll yep. set up a store next, next to, to them. And we could just charge $20 a photo. I have been in some of these big stores, though. Mm. Their displays look really good. 
Yeah, right. And it looks like it costs a lot of money to make. <laughs> right. Yep. No, I have thought. I I haven't exactly thought that through. So how, how are we going to do that? Uh, perhaps we use it when they leave for lunch break or whatever. We'll just... That's now. Now we're thinking. <laughs> now we're thinking. Right. We sneak on when they go home for the day. Yeah. We sneak on. Michael runs in with his camera. Yep. I chuck my Santa suit on. We could make fifteen hundred bucks in an hour, Zach. How this long were genius. you? How long were you sitting there waiting for to know how many people came through in an hour? Uh, well, one of the Santa helpers asked me if I wasn't going to get a photo to please move on. <laughs> Actually, I did. <laughs> and you're like, you have your clipboard out, and you're like, just give me a few more minutes. I'm just trying to figure out the uh, the bottom line that you're making here. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History. A very special Christmas edition of mm. your Google History, Dom. Yep. Each week we go through your most recent Google searches and yep. you have to explain the weird and wonderful things you have Googled today mm. because it's Christmas. They are all Christmas related. Now, I didn't really have to go searching that hard. Okay, cool. You so- have been uh, Googling about Christmas quite a lot over the last few weeks. I was worried when you said you wanted to do this that I might not have Googled enough Christmas-related topics. I was never worried. Okay, great. I'm glad you were confident in me. I'm glad to hear that. What have you got? Okay, our first one was Sunday at 1.11am. How can I get eggnog all year round? (laughs) Um, Well, I have already spoken on the show uh, today, Zach, about how I've been drinking a lot of eggnog lately. I've just, I feel like I've just discovered this. It's never been a part of my festive traditions before. A lot of the time when people talk about eating seasonally, mm. they mean like fruits and vegetables. <laughs> but you hear that and you say, ah, eggnog. Well, I just don't know. In this world where we have Christmas specialty stores that are open year round, where you can basically get any, any fruit or vegetable you want any time of the year these days, mm. why is there not a place that will sell me eggnog all year round? I imagine because you're the only one that wants it all year round. <laughs> But yeah. they think they're not going to make their money off one person. <laughs> That's where they're wrong. I'm just saying, if there was like a milkman equivalent for eggnog, who every day he'd drop off your, your day's worth of eggnog, I'd sign up to that service. So if I'm just putting that business idea out in the world. The next thing you Googled, Dom, mm. was that Saturday at 12.37pm, how long should it take to wrap a present? <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's one of the big questions of Christmas, right? I feel like I've been going slow. I feel like my my PB's down. Mm. I haven't had a good PB this year. You love wrapping presents. I would I imagine that you were fast. Yeah, I do. I'm, maybe I'm a little out of form. Maybe I'm a little unfit. But also, you're slow and uncoordinated, so... <laughs> We're going to ask you, if, let's let's take a book, just yep. a normal-sized book. How long do you reckon you could wrap that in? Uh, two to three minutes. Okay, then I'm on pace. Okay. I'm on pace with that. I thought maybe I should be... Why was little... it a big worry? If you were slowing, like, did you feel like, oh, this is so embarrassing? I'm (laughs) letting down the Christmas spirit by being a slow rapper? I thought two things. Firstly, I've got a lot of gifts to wrap. I thought, I need to get these You might not get these in. No, that was my first thought. And my second thought was, am I doing it wrong? Mm. Is my technique wrong? Do I need to readjust my technique? But no, it looks like I'm pretty conventional. Why would you care? (laughs) What, did you think one day you're going to be wrapping presents in front of other people? And they'd be like, (laughs) you've been doing it like that your whole time? (laughs) Yeah, no, look, fair call. I guess, I guess for me, uh, it's a point of pride, my present wrapping ability. You'll be glad to know, though, since I Googled that, I reckon I've shaved 10 or 15 seconds off. So. Congratulations. <laughs> Working it down. The last thing you Googled was Sunday at 2.52 a.m. Why does Santa eat milk and cookies? <laughs> I mean, I was... Uh... 
I was watching the original 1994 movie, The Santa Claus, with Tim Allen. And one Were of you the, actually? Yeah. Well, Recently? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know you and I have watched it before as well, but I've watched it again. One of the big points of that movie is uh, Tim Allen's character, Santa, uh, joking that he's lactose intolerant and wants soy milk and cookies. That's right. right. Uh, and as I was watching this, I was like, where did... I know all Christmas traditions come from somewhere. Where did the one of Santa liking milk and cookies come from? Did you find out? Uh, not really, is the short answer. Uh, essentially, the theory would go that because he's quite a large man, um, large jolly man, they would leave milk and cookies out because the parents would in- enjoy that as well. People who have listened to our late night show before would know that yep. you are the world's biggest milk lover. I do like milk. You're also maybe the world's biggest Christmas lover. <laughs> I am. Did, do you think maybe they're connected? Santa liking milk? Well, all and I'm you saying, liking Christmas, so then you like milk? Is that where your milk love has come from? What I would say is if you filmed my life, my diet, my activities, my hobbies, it wouldn't be too far off thinking this is a Santa origin story. He's young Santa. <laughs> I'm young Santa. You go and yeah. grow a beard, though. That's the only thing well, stopping you. Perhaps that's the irony of it. Perhaps Santa doesn't grow a beard until he's older. My point is, if any of the big studios are listening, yep. I'm happy to write in, direct, and star in Young Santa for a 2018 December release. He's coming to cinemas soon. <laughs> Dom Faye is Young Santa. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask Beg, they plead for five-star reviews on iTunes Podcast Store, mm. a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet, and oh, how happy it is today, Dom. Oh, it's a Christmas special of the Collective Noun Forum, Zach. The happiest place on the internet. Mm. On the happiest day of the year. Well, you know that song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. We should record a version of that, It's the Most Wonderful Place on the Internet. Yeah. Can you sing it and we'll put some music underneath? (laughs) A one, (laughs) a two, a one, two, three, It's the most wonderful place on the internet. I knew you wouldn't need much coaxing. (laughs) You put on this, you put on this act that you don't want to do it, but I know that's uh, that's yeah. really what you want to do. Deep down, of course, I'm always I'm always ready for a carol. Uh, and look, if you do want to get into the collective noun forum, all you have to do, as always, search for collective noun on iTunes, leave a five star rating as your ticket price into the forum, write whatever you want in the review, and we will read it out on the show. Zach, we have flung open the gates for this Christmas special. Um, we were initially intending on closing for the Christmas. But you know what? We, we we were chatting and we thought we can't have this place shut at Christmas time. No, we're going to open on Christmas Day. That's it. Exactly. For a special Christmas mm. um, activities day. And uh, firstly, Zach, we have Fairty Maori, uh, who has gotten into the Collective Noun Forum. Now, Fairty Maori left this uh, comment a little while ago, but just wanted to say that uh, they didn't think you were being festive enough on this show and that now we had reached a festive point of the year. It mm-hmm. was your job. Well, I now have a Christmas suit. I do believe on one of the, the last... festive enough? Well, one of the last shows of the year, you bought your own Christmas suit. So I'm letting you off the hook. That's You've joined Thank the you. festive spirit. So that's, well, that's also, all Also, uh, in this show that uh, we're doing for Christmas yes. today, mm. um, I've done my own Christmas crackers. I've yep. invented a Christmas game. Okay. There's lots of festivities going around. Plenty of festivities, and you've already told me you've bought me a great Christmas gift that you can't wait to give me as well. No, I haven't. (laughs) I've actually explicitly told you that I don't have a gift for you. So just to... I've got a gift for you and for Michael, actually. Well, I've been moving house, so you know that. I moved house as well. No, you moved rooms. (laughs) You didn't have to move a house. That's true. My parents did the bulk of it. Um... (laughs) We've also heard from Andrew Andrew on the Collective Noun Forum, Zach. 
uh, who just wants to let us know that he is in New Zealand and uh, listening uh, to us to pass the time in long bus and plane trips. Which, you know what, I, I would like to Sorry. think. What? Did you say mm. long bus? Long bus and plane trips. I thought the way you pronounced those, that those were cities in New Zealand <laughs> that I was unaware of. To us that I'm in long bus and plane trips. Well, if you do go to New Zealand, drop by a long bus. Long bus is great, great this time town. of year. Great town. Um, Beautiful. Uh, but no, look, I, I think uh, I think it's flattering for this podcast to be used in uh, bulk form for a commute of that sort. That, that That's the level of yeah. entertainment we're at. So mm. we're not going to muscle in when you have a good alternative. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you have a movie to watch, a friend oh. to talk to, we don't get a look in. No. But if you're on a long bus trip and you're mm. staring out the window bored, yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll consider listening to our podcast. It's the equivalent of when it's very late at night and almost every restaurant is shut yeah. and you might go for some fast food or something. It's like, it's the only thing open. Do you know what I've watched on TV? Mm. When I couldn't sleep at 12 o'clock at night. Yep. I watched an infomercial the other night for a surprisingly long time. Yeah, okay. Quite captivating. What, what was the infomercial for? Do you remember? Um, I think it was, it was this device. Yeah. It's a handheld air compressor. <laughs> what? So it's like you hold it in your hand and you can fill up your car tire, but okay. it's just holding it in your hand, like as if it's like um, compressed air or something like that. Right. And so you can put it in the back of your car and if yep. you get a flat tire... It can inflate a tire, but it's like not plugged into anything. Uh, that doesn't make but, sense though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was early in the morning slash late at night. I may have well, invented this product. Also, I mean, there's a I lot of... I think it did plug into something maybe. How much was it? Do you remember? No. Take your ballpark guess. $80. Right. Here's the problem with that. There's service stations everywhere mm. and the air is free. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it could do other things as well, though. What else could it do? Like balls and bikes and okay. anything with air in it. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I'm just saying that it was, like, fairly <laughs> convincing. Well, I like to think that this podcast is on a similar level of entertainment for the infomercial for the air compressor. Yeah, that's about our level. <laughs> that's where we're at. Uh, Brit55 has gotten in touch as well. Zach, Brit just has a few thoughts... Uh, that she wants to pass on about the Collected Down Forum uh, now that she's dropped in. She firstly says uh, she'd love to catch up on the merry-go-round sometime when we're free. Of um, course. It is the world's biggest merry-go-round, though. It is. So it is hard to catch up with people. Well, that's true. Because if they go past once, yes. that's going to be three and a half hours till they get back to that point. <laughs> and, and it's a big disc. Well, what if we hopped on a in a carriage with Brit? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we could chat on the three and a half hour trip around. Yeah, you could. But yeah. you don't want to get stuck in that situation. Well, that's, that's a true. lot of small talk. <laughs> that's true. Obviously, from your point of view, Britt, yeah. you don't want to get stuck with us. Well, that's it. Because I will be talking about the weather 20 minutes in. Oh, the amount, Dom. I've been in <laughs> casual conversations with Dom. And I feel like, I don't, this is so boring. Just today, you love talking about the new building the radio station's going to. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And well, that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's, it might happen in five years' time, but you talk I to everyone it, about it. I think it's like three years' time. It's not quite five. But yeah, I do. I'm very interested in the new building we're looking at. Um, I think more interesting <laughs> than you anyone else here. we. It's not a we. <laughs> That's true. And I think it's ambitious to assume I'll be employed at that stage. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, Mate, if we're around then, we'll yeah. worry about it. <laughs> right cool. now, we should worry about being <laughs> keeping our contracts alive. Uh, Britt also says she's loving the new unrefrigerated LA Ice Cola stall that we've just installed in the, the forum. Saves a lot of money not having to refrigerate. Oh. It's why you pick the unrefrigerated, co the room temperature cola. Yeah. Because you, get, you save on fridge costs. That's a big reason of why it's discounted. Yeah. Because it's not for taste. No. Do you no. know how, like, uh, Franklin's, do you remember Franklin's when we were growing oh, up? Oh, just. Uh, no Frills was their slogan. <laughs> yeah, right. 
yeah. which I couldn't understand because I associated frills with the things around a frill neck lizard. Yeah, right. You okay. know, like the things around its neck. And they had that was their logo, wasn't it? Wasn't a lizard? No, they didn't have a logo because they were no frills. <laughs> okay. Okay. I now understand their their um, tactic was we're mm. not going to put any money into packaging yep. or marketing, mm. and we're going to pass those savings on to you. And how did that go for Franklin's? Oh well, they're out of business. <laughs> But I think they might exist somewhere in the country. Well, that's uh, true. They're out of business where we live. Yeah. But um, <laughs> in a similar way, yeah. what LAIs have done mm. is they cut price of refrigeration. <laughs> um, I've just I've just stepped onto Franklin's Wikipedia page, and the first one is Franklin's was a supermarket okay, chain. No longer exists. <laughs> But it was great of the time. Uh, so apparently they had stores in New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria, and South Australia until 2001. Mm. Um, oh, no. Yeah. So look, they really, it shut down a little while ago now. Well, frankly. here's my point, though. Yeah. See, where they co- they mm. save money on marketing, pass the savings on to us. Yeah. LA Ice, they mm. save money on refrigeration. <laughs> and it. they put all that money into taste. Exactly. And that's why it's a superior taste. Well, you're because paying... they're able to make the money. <laughs> yep. Um, out of the money they make out of not refrigerating. Well, when you pay your three dollars for another cola, you know two ninety is going to the fridge. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent right. But when you buy your dollar sixty three liters of Aloe Ice Cola, mm. you know that entire one dollar sixty mm. has been invested in taste. Of course. Uh, well, they they have to set aside a little bit for the pop stars and well, home true. and away sponsorship. <laughs> but that's not very much no, in that, the long run. Not, not not these days, at least. Uh, Manda the Dragon has also gotten in charge, Zach, who has been in the forum before. Um, just, uh, uh, firstly saying that they hope the price doesn't increase next year. Um, we can confirm the price is staying the same. Uh, it will stay at five stars as long as that is the highest rating you can get. <laughs> That's true. If the rating increases, well, we reserve the right to <laughs> increase the admission charge. Well, completely. We have to respond to the market. Yeah. Uh, we've got to be realistic. We don't exist outside of the economy. <laughs> no, of course not. No. So, you know, we... The ebbs and flows of the uh, marketplace yep. dictates our price. That's it. Uh, but Manda also says, uh, to correct me, that apparently I have been pronouncing it as Monda de Dragon every time she's dropped by the forum. And she says, it's Manda as in Amanda, not Monda. Amanda! <laughs> <Now, when> <laughs> when I see it written like that, I can see I look like a bit of an idiot for saying Monda de Dragon for some time like some mythical creature. It also <laughs> sounds like you're hanging out in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I, I'll make sure I get Manda from now on. Uh, Grace Lang joins us in the forums. Like, it is great to have. This is like a big family Christmas. Yep, everyone's everyone's welcome. dropping by. Everyone's dropping by. Um, Grace just uh, says that she is harvesting the crops in rural South Australia at the moment and that this podcast is keeping her going while she's doing it. What type of crops do you think? Ooh. Does she say? Well, she doesn't go into much detail on the, the type of crop, but it is good to know. So that's, we can put that on the poster. Good for incredibly long, boring bus trips and when you're harvesting crops. Have you ever harvested any crops in your time? <laughs> um, yes, I have actually. And when I was in grade two, we had a little veggie patch next to the classroom and I harvested radishes. <laughs> Used to eat them raw. Did you? Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and were you allowed to harvest at this time? Yeah, well, yeah. It was part of the class activity. You were yep. taken outside to harvest the vegetables. So it wasn't like Hurricane Dom's come through. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> you know how they have there's those news reports after a cyclone due to X cyclone. You know there's going to be a delay on bananas. Did the teacher get up one day and say there's been a natural disaster? <laughs> Dom's got into the radishes. <laughs> 
they installed a dom fence just to keep me out. No, look, I did. I I did really enjoy radishes. One of my last times, I remember enjoying vegetables. <laughs> Don't they taste like raw? Especially mm. they would taste like like onions. Yeah, they? it was a Tony Abbott raw onion type scenario there. <laughs> Were you um, the only one in your class that enjoyed eating them? I think so. I think I felt like look at the hard work of my planting and watering, and the rest of the class has done in creating yep. this radish. I'm going to enjoy this as a special treat. We did that in high school. We mm. made, um, well, grew radishes. And I yep. imagine, because we both did it in our schooling years, mm. I imagine radishes are the easiest to grow. Uh, yeah, you would think so. That Maybe the hardest to mess up. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Um, Grace also says, by the way, that she would love a link to my Christmas playlist. Yeah, you should have made a Spotify list. I guess it's not too late. I guess it's not too late. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll put together... I mean, I do have a Christmas 2017 What could we call playlist. it, though? I think uh, Mr. Christmas. Ooh, that's a good question. The Don't Fay the Christmas Man. Yeah, that's uh, the Beats of Mr. Christmas. Yeah, that's good. The Beats of Mr. Christmas. There yep. we go. Uh, might be the least cool thing <laughs> that's existed on Spotify. Mm. We can put that one out there. Uh, Bracey T also joins the Collective Noun Forum. Um, just, uh, wanting to, to mention firstly of my terrible imitation of Santa on, uh, one of our last shows for the year. Are you now admitting that that wasn't well, Santa Claus? this is Bracey T's words, not my words. Yeah, okay. Santa did drop by the show when we launched Christmas You would be unaware ago. of that because you were out getting a drink. I knew Santa was coming. Yeah. I, I did catch up on the podcast from it Santa's It would be appearance. amazing. Yeah. What, what I don't connect here, and this is a big plot hole in your story, yeah. is you the biggest Christmas fan. Mm. Here's Santa is coming in studio and decide at that point, that's yep. the time you should go for a drink. <laughs> well, they say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You think that it would be, you know, it'd crush your dreams if you knew what Santa was really like. Yeah, yeah. If you saw him chain mm. smoking <laughs> and spitting on the ground in okay. here, it would have really thrown you out. Have you seen the uh, the Billy Bob Thornton movie, Bad Santa? I that's, haven't. That's essentially, I think, what, what you're describing there. But no, I did meet Santa on his way out of the building, actually. Mm. I got to have a quick chat with him and he lived up to my expectations. Great guy. Well, I assume he would know who you are. Of course he does. The amount of letters alone. And what did he say? Uh, He just said, Dom, keep fighting the good fight. (laughs) (laughs) I've got your back, was what he said. And we we shared a firm handshake, him and his his white Christmas gloves, of course. (laughs) And uh, and he said, and I'll let you know about that uh, that gift you want for Christmas. What's that gift? Um, Well... You know, uh, now you say that, I can't remember exactly what I, 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 what do you want for Christmas? Let's, let's throw it back at you. What do you want for Christmas? Um, peace. <laughs> World peace. World peace. Okay. I was going to say perhaps the uh, Nintendo Switch or something, but. That's pretty good. <laughs> Look, they're both good gifts. They're both great gifts. Um, Bracey T, Zach, uh, also says that, uh, their family is currently doing this year a personal Christmas gift thing where everyone is hand making their gifts. Um, Great idea. So Bracey said she's, and I hope if Bracey's family's listening to this, tune out. Spoilers coming up. Bracey said she's making her sister a book, her mum a calendar, and table games for her dad. Hold on. Making her sister a book? Yeah. Like writing a novel? I'm not entirely sure. Or putting together a photo book. Perhaps putting together a photo book. I mean, that's quite an extravagant gift to write a novel. Yeah. Um, But would you like me to write you a novel for Christmas? I would love it. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. I didn't say I'd read it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'd love to receive it. Perhaps I'll write a novel and I'll get it published. That's ambitious. <laughs> and I'll just in the dedications for Zach. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be just for Zach. Maybe that's what um, Bryce is doing. Yeah, possibly. Um, next up, Zach, we have... Uh, have you ever made a gift, Dom? I've ever made a gift. Yeah. Not since primary school. Yeah. Around the radish time would have been the last time I hand made a gift, okay. I reckon. Um, we have a review simply entitled, Are You Coming Back Next Year? 
Uh, well, that's the person who's left the review, and their review is, are you coming back next year? I have the same question for them. <laughs> what? If they're coming back next yeah. year? It's a good question. We can announce, though, yes, we will be back in a few weeks. Uh, just a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Uh, obviously, we've got to shut down over Christmas. Yep. We've got a bit of business to attend to, but... Mm. Back at the end of January. <laughs> what business do we have to attend to? You know that business I told you about? <laughs> oh, the, no, I don't actually. Which business? The one that we weren't allowed to talk about, but was oh, very important. The important business. Mm. Yeah. No, we've the got termite to, problem. <laughs> we've got some impo- Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. We've got some important business to attend to. I remember now. Mm. And that'll be most of our January yep. dealing with this business. But then we will we be We need you to bring all your cans of mortine that you've been... <laughs> You've had around the house. Um, oh, and also, if for anyone who listens to the radio show, an hour earlier next year. Yeah, I don't that's know right. if we ever announced that. <laughs> so, 10 to 12. 10 to 12, Monday to Thursday. So you can tune in an hour earlier. All within the same day now. Yeah, which is, you know, it is, it is nice. I am going to miss seeing in each new day with you, Zach. Mm. It's been quite a nice thing to do this year. Mm. I don't think you've enjoyed it as much. Um, what part? Uh, oh, just the, the seeing the new day with me every day. The festivities. I often say, let's go out on the balcony and see this one in together. Mm. And <laughs> you've never agreed to that. No, but you know, that was nice for you to have some <laughs> alone time out there. It was nice. I enjoyed it. Uh, Kath G, we're, we're nearing the end, Zach, of this Collected Down Christmas It's like special. the 12 days of the Christmas forum. Yeah, it is. Uh, and Kath G... Uh, just wants to say that, uh, she joined this podcast halfway through this year and has been listening to it early in the morning before 8am lectures at uni, which, you know, I mean, it is interesting that the show is put out, Zach, late in the evening, but consumed early in the morning. Would you describe that as interesting? (laughs) (laughs) This is why I didn't want to come on the balcony with you. (laughs) You'd be well, having those pseudo <laughs> philosophical <laughs> moments. Well, my question for Kath G would be, Zach, um, is it possible if, if Kath is listening before an 8am lecture and this podcast has been going up at about 2am, mm. perhaps Kath's the first download every day. She could be day. the first. She could be the first download every we day of the podcast. We might have some earlier, maybe a tradie. Yep, perhaps. On the way in. Um, what I would say, Dom, is mm. could we get maybe a shout out Yeah, when the degree is finished? And okay. they walk on stage after doing uni and they get their degree. Yep. And just a bit of a shout out. I know you're probably not allowed to do this, <laughs> but just a thank <laughs> yep. you into the crowd. And of course, because it wouldn't be a shout out on the radio. No, that um, would be allowed. That, that would be allowed. Uh, stage. Yep. University based shout outs. The, uni- okay. the, the university shout outs are an entirely different ball game. Mm. Um, I reckon that would be okay. And I reckon Kath should. Sure. Look, have you been to a, a graduation ceremony? I have, yes. Um, because both of us haven't graduated. No. So we haven't been as participants. Nor has Michael. Um, um, no, I went for my mum's. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, went back to of uni a few you years ago. And I think, you know. Oh, what a movie that would be. 2013 or 14. You, you and your mum at uni together. <laughs> Did she go to your uni? <laughs> no, she didn't go to my uni. But could you imagine the mature age student? We'd be putting group assignments together. Yeah. It would be great. It would be amazing. But what mm. you might have noticed then, because I assume that she wasn't, um, there were yeah. um, more traditional age of uni students there. Yes, there were. Um, there's always someone who does like a moonwalk across the stage <laughs> or a funny wave or something like that. Or does a fake stumble or something, yeah. Um, did your mum do any of that? No, mum, mum played it quite straight. I asked her to give me a wave or something, but she just did the bow to the dean mm-hmm. and wander on. I was a bit disappointed, really. Yeah, that is disappointing, Judy. Yeah. I think maybe the dean, because she actually worked at the uni that she went through, that she studied at as well. Mm. I know. 
but she, I think the Dean, because he knew her cause they worked together, put in a joke about her being on family feud in the speech as she walked across the stage, which got a big laugh. Classic uni. Yeah. Got a big laugh. Certainly from my family quarters in the, in the auditorium. It is odd though. Cause normally most people's uni experience, uh, graduation experiences, their mum coming to watch them graduate. No, but you're taking pictures of your mum. That's it. Uh, and I took mum out and said, I'm so proud of you. Where mm. do you want to go for dinner? She had to pay though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not be ridiculous. Of course. Uh, and lastly, Zach, in the Collecting Noun Forum for 2017, uh, Game Lover 06 just says that they listen to this podcast every night trying to get to sleep. Mm. <laughs> Which is What a way to end. <laughs> what an endorsement for the podcast uh, to, to end on, you know, it will, might keep you entertained on a very long, boring bus trip. Listen to it while you're harvesting crops or if you need to get put to sleep. And I reckon we can do all of the above, all of the above. And if you have just heard this past 15 minutes and thought and you're still awake, you're still awake. Congratulations. You're well done. And you thought, you know what? That collecting down forum sounds like so much fun. I'm such an idiot that I never got on. Well, the collecting down forum will return as well in 2018. Zach, we can announce that. Of course we can just jump on to mm. iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Leave us five star rating. That's your ticket on. Right. And whatever you want in the review. And we'll read it out next year on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, now, Zach, I've been looking at a lot of Christmas lights over the past few weeks. Um, you know that I go out around the local area. I spend probably seven or eight nights all up uh, doing my scouting. I've seen a few Christmas lights this year, but all incidental. Really? Just driving past the lights on my usual routes. Did you see me at any stage in your drive? Uh... Not at any, no. <laughs> right. Well, because I, I take it quite seriously. I'm quite fanatical. Do people about do it. that, do they? Do you know anyone else who looks at Christmas lights as much as you? Uh, good question. No, I don't. <laughs> Which might be a lesson How to many times have you been out intentionally to look at Christmas lights on people's houses? Six. No. Yes. Six, six trips so far. What? Like within two weeks or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Because uh, it's a fun thing to do. You don't want to miss one. What, six times? <laughs> six times, yeah. So I'll do a different area of the town every time I go out, a yep. different pocket, uh, just so you can cover them all. Mm. Uh, my life's going great <laughs> as, a, as a sidebar. But I was uh, there was this, this uh, Facebook page that I'm on, which lists some of the best lights in the area. Mm. And they put up this article uh, last week saying the their pick for the best lights in the whole area. And of course, I'm not an idiot. I'm going to go check out these lights, mm. right? And I went there to this address that was listed and the street was packed with cars. You know, sometimes at the really busy ones, there's like a lot of cars trying to get around each other. Mm -hmm. It's a bit nuts. But what was bizarre was as I got closer, despite the fact there were about 50 cars, there were no lights anywhere to be seen. I went back the next night, same scenario. A lot of cars, no lights. I've done some digging on this. Now here's what's happened. Mm. They've reposted an article from last year, forgotten to update it with the new house that was the, their pick for the best one. The owners have changed midway through the year. I believe from, from what I was heard from this website, the owners of this particular house are in Europe for Christmas. Yeah. There's who, no lights. Who would have thought the Christmas lights fan page that you're on, <laughs> on Facebook weren't up to the journalistic integrity <laughs> Of checking their sources. Well, my point is now, this small suburban street every night is like a traffic jam. There's hundreds of cars coming through there looking for these amazing what lights. What a great prank to play on <laughs> a street you don't like. If you're a journalist, <laughs> just put out a fake a fake news article where the lights are and put it into someone's street that you don't like. I saw one family pull over and knock on the front door of the house. I'm assuming to ask oh, where are the you lights. You would be so angry, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is Collective Now. 
on with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Christmas out of context news, Shane Warne saw the kids' names on Santa's magical list. Mostly pretty nice, but some are very naughty. Also, Macklemore watched The Christmas Prince on Netflix. That was pretty horrible. No, it was trash. Let's call it what it is. It was trash. And Donald Trump wants to replace the current Santa Claus. I mean, personally, I don't think he was meant for this job. You want to know the truth. Uh, the temperament is wrong. I just don't think it just, it's it's not for him. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Christmas time can be tight on the wallet, Dom. Yep. Uh, that's why I have tried to figure out a way mm. to make your own Christmas crackers, your own bonbons. Okay, so you've you've brought some in. I can see they're in front of you now. Mm. Are these bonbons you've made yourself? Uh, well, I've got, for the prototype, I've got actual Christmas bonbons. Yep. And I've just filled them with my own stuff right, just to see okay. if it's possible. Great. Down the line, yep. I'll look at making my own <laughs> pull-apart ones. But the idea is yep. if if we can go through these Christmas crackers now, mm. you and I, yep. and if you tell me as Mr. Christmas, as the Christmas man, yep. that these are up to the Christmas standard, sure. then we can say, yes, it is possible to make your own. All right, let's get into this. Okay. Got my first Christmas cracker. Our first one has a joke inside. All right, let's... Oh, I've won that one. Let me see what we've got inside of here. I will pass it over and I'll read the joke. You read the joke? You read the joke. You tell me if you can guess it. Sure. Okay, our Christmas joke inside our bonbon. What's the most common thing people get for Christmas? Um, I haven't seen that one in a bonbon before. What is it? The most common thing people get is an increased chance of chronic illness due to overindulging. (laughs) I mean... Okay. Well, I'm I'm not sure, Zach. I'm not sure about this. Why? Well, I mean, it's it's factual. It's a bit depressing. Right. But is that not appropriate for the kitchen table around Christmas? Look, you know, I won't won't make a call too soon. Give me a second one. Okay, but that one, one. that wasn't up to scratch. No, no, I'm going to say no to that one, I think. I reckon that'll make people a bit sad. Okay, well, our second one is um, Christmas trivia. Okay, great. That sounds sounds more along the lines of what you want to do. Is politics okay for trivia on Christmas Day? Oh, boy. All right, let's, let's just pop this one. <laughs> okay. okay, pass me the trivia over. There you go. Um, our trivia question. Yep. Due to the Australian government's love of fossil fuels, if Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull received coal for Christmas, would that mean he had been naughty or nice? <laughs> it's a Christmas riddle. <laughs> I'm going to say nice. Would that be correct? I don't think there's an answer. <laughs> That's okay. the discussion around right. the table. You have so, a you have a you have a chat about it. So so far at this stage, the Christmas crackers have made me realise my health is at stake <laughs> and worry about the future of the world. <laughs> Not exactly light-hearted, fun Christmas day fun. But All right. Well, I think we can redeem ourselves. So maybe the Christmas okay. joke wasn't up to scratch. Maybe yep. the Christmas riddle wasn't up to scratch. <laughs> but I think the last one, the only thing we have left is a Christmas gift. Okay. You know how you get a toy in them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Now, I have been told that this has been personalised to you, Dom. Oh, really? So yep. this is this is designed at me? Yes. So I'll okay. let you... Uh, let's do the Christmas bubba. Bang. All right. Uh, I'll pass it over to you, and you tell me what you got for Christmas in the Christmas bonbon. All right. What can I... Okay. What is it? It's a key. There's a key. And what There's does the note key say? In here. What does the note say? The note says, Christmas gift. <laughs> Dom... Maybe it's time to move out of your parents' house. You're now in your mid-twenties and your friends are worried about you. And although they never admitted you're becoming a burden on your parents' resources. 
with the, where does the key open? Uh, uh, well, it's just a novelty key at yeah, the moment. Okay. You'd have to get your own key to your new place. <laughs> what do you think about my Christmas crackers? Are they up to scratch? You know, I think Christmas is about having a fun time, having a laugh and forgetting your worries. Yep. You have just reminded me of every single one of my worries. Okay, so it's a no? <laughs> I think it's a no. And last year, Zach, I think you gave me an advent calendar that said, Dom, you're too old for advent calendars. This year, it's Christmas crackers saying move out of your parents' home. Yep. Next year, can you please not put life-awakening messages in Christmas-related Maybe I items? shouldn't be in charge of the Christmas <laughs> festivities. Do you know I don't what? really understand them. <laughs> I don't think I'm really picking up the gist. That is all we got time for on the Christmas special today. Uh, we hope you have a great Christmas and we will see you in 2018. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.